Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Start up, start up. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, start up, start up. They making noise. Start up. Start up, start up, start up, start up, start up. Episode 120. Uh, we made it. It's the Brooklyn Boys podcast. I can't believe this, Brody. I am this is in the my, first. I'm sitting in my basement about five feet away from my washer and dryer, which are not running right now, otherwise you'd hear them. And I'm sitting in my apartment, and I got a beautiful sunny day, and my air conditioner's broken. I just realized it, and it's 75 degrees. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, you don't, realize, you don't realize your air conditioner is not working until such time as it gets hot out. Yeah. It well, did that thing where... It did that thing where, you know, it, it, the first gust of air came on and it blew out all the air that's been sitting in there for six months, that musty, disgusting air. Right. And then it cleared up, but it never went cold. So now I have to call the people at the front desk. It looks like I have a project this weekend. Well, what's... Fix my air conditioner. It's not like you're stuck in your house or anything like that, that you need air conditioning. Yeah, I mean, I have so much to do this weekend. <laughs> well, listen, for, for those people who are listening to this a year later after we recorded it, uh, we are in lockdown. We are in the middle of uh, week one of quarantine for the coronavirus. So this, I'll say. This is a special coronavirus edition of the Brooklyn Boys. Um, yeah, for, for, um, it feels kind of weird. We've never, First of all, we've never done our podcast outside the studio. We've always been there. We've never done it from our houses. Now, you know, I have another podcast, which I'll plug right here. Sure. Uh, the Speaking Volumes podcast with Cher and Skiri. You might have heard it. Maybe not. And that's okay if you haven't. But maybe you'll discover it now. I like that. We, I like that. Cher gets top billing there. It's very nice. Well, she's she's a woman. Women always win, right? I'm just a lowly guy, you know. And all I do is mansplain things anyway on that podcast. That's true. I've heard it. Yeah. So what you know, and and we regularly do our podcast. She does it from her bedroom, and I do it from uh, this very microphone at my apartment. So I'm feeling at home right now. It's just a little bizarre that we're doing an episode of the Brooklyn Boys this way. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I mean, I never had a basement when I lived in Brooklyn, so I guess uh, I'm moving up or down in the world. I guess however you look at it. Now, how can you be David Brody in your house with your wife and kids? Uh, well, my wife and uh, one of my kids are at the Jersey Shore right now. Uh, oh. They're walking on a boardwalk to get some fresh air because there's nobody there. They just sent me a right. picture. There's The beaches are empty. The boardwalk is empty, so they're not... They're keeping a so their social uh, distancing from everyone, so that's yeah. good. Um, one of my kids is two floors up, uh, doing homework. Uh, so uh, and the rest of the rest of my family is so, out really. So when you get into your yelling mode where you start ranting, uh, your kid's not going to come running down the stairs like, "What's the matter? What's going on, Dad?" No, my family is well aware of what this podcast is like, and they, I told them I'd be down here. So I said, "No laundry gets done while I'm down here. Don't expect to use the basement." So they, everybody knows that, you know, what I do and listen, they live with me long enough. You think I only rant on this podcast? I rant at home too. So it's nothing new. Now, 
Could you take us on a quick tour of your basement? Like, you know, like who is it? Is it Mark Marin or Joe Rogan? Who records in a garage? I think Mac Mark Marin does. Right? I don't know. Both of them are more successful than we are, so I don't know. What yeah, happened. but but they. I mean, I think it's Mark Marin who started his podcast in like a tool shed or something, and it's very wildly popular. And then oh, like, I do a podcast with a tool shed, so it works out. Right. Oh, don't talk about Jamie like that from Walkers and Talkers. <laughs> and by the way, speaking of which, yes, I saw that slick move. What? If you 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 posted an episode of Walkers and Talkers to the Brooklyn Boys channel, and it was only up briefly. Yeah. Only overnight. Yep. And then and then I noticed that you 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 waited for a long time to 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 take it down, and people were like texting you on Twitter, hey. Brody, you put up an episode of Walkers on the Brooklyn Boys channel. I'm beginning to think that you did that on purpose. You're like, oops. Well, I'll tell you what. It was partially on purpose and partially a mistake and not in that order. Um, so I I ended up recording late, late last night after my family was upstairs in the basement. And uh, Jamie's not on the podcast, so I had to do it alone. Do the editing, put in the music uh, after the fact. And I, I was half you know exhausted from the morning show. And so I uploaded it uh, on the software we have. There's a website. You have to click on the podcast you want to upload it to. And I was thinking about it's Thursday and we normally do Brooklyn Boys. And I accidentally went into the Brooklyn Boys folder and I uploaded oh. it and I labeled it. I created the, you know, the, the description of the podcast and I hit upload and I and I published it without thinking. And then when I saw it finished, I went, oh, it's on the. I was so exhausted. I didn't have time to do it again. You know so what? I figured, you know what? 11, 12 o'clock at night. Most people won't see it. I'm getting up for the morning show at 5 a.m. And I'll, I'll fix it in the morning. 1,300 people listened to the Walkers and Talkers podcast. Episode, Very nice. Episode 172 between the time I went to bed and woke up. So for all of you guys who listened by mistake, uh, I apologize. For those, I think you found 1,300 new fans. Yeah, for those of you who kept going and listened to it, whether you're Walking Dead fans or not, I appreciate it. Um, it's normally much funnier when my co-host Jamie is on, um, because she says the dopiest things. <laughs> so and, you're saying they should give you a second shot. That's just what I'm saying. Because this was not your best example the, of Walkers no, and Talkers. The, the beauty of Jamie, if you haven't heard her on the Walkers and Talkers podcast, is everything she says without realizing it is a sexual innuendo. And of course, I don't let any of that slip by. So uh, if you listen, whether you like The Walking Dead or not, and you should, it's a great show. We like to talk about uh, we like to talk about what we talk about as snappy banter. It's the stuff we talk about between the Walking Dead stuff that we life and sex and everything yeah. she says that don't make it that doesn't make any sense because it's yeah. sexual. Uh, that's the snappy banter. I think you owe us, by the way, uh, five hundred dollars for a commercial for the because you're doing a commercial for Walking Dead right here on uh, no, the Brooklyn I'm, Boys. No, I'm doing a commercial for Jamie and and our snappy banter on the Walkers and Talkers <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's all. Everybody knows who listens. Hashtag snappy banter. Which uh, is fine. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I I might have to tune in. I didn't realize it. You know, I'm not a Walking Dead fan. Right. But I am a fan of the talking Jamie. Right. <laughs> well, I, I, w- I would say on a, on a normal episode, the first five or six minutes are us just uh, talking. And then usually she says something ridiculous. Uh, right. And then I go, well, did you, what did you just say? And she says, what are you talking about? And then I have to point out why she just said something that sounded very sexual. And then she yeah. lives up to it and then just goes along with it because she has no shame and no filter and she's the best. Right. So, Could it be that she's oversexed? Well, see, that's the thing. Um, Which, by the way, means, means that under-sexed. you're not getting enough. It means yeah, undersexed, right. really. I, I will use the right word. Yes. Is she oversexed? I would say she's a very sexual, open creature who hasn't dated in a while. So however you want to explain that is So she's oversexed or under So maybe these these are subliminal things that she doesn't even realize she's saying but her subconscious mind is coming out with these uh you know right. these these innuendos or well, plays on words Right well and we make a lot of innuendo jokes on the podcast so right. t- tune into the Walking Dead podcast yes. Walkers and see, Talkers See you knew that it would be a topic of conversation here on the Brooklyn Boys by you quote accidentally posting the Talking Dead no. uh, Walkers and Talkers podcast. I would like to say it was a brilliant move, but I genuinely, I think you, I genuinely didn't do it on purpose. But I I'm, think you slipped it in. Uh, see, there you go. Now you sound like Jamie. I did that on purpose. <laughs> see, I kind of, I left yes, it there. That for was you. good. Don't leave it. I, don't, I gave I, you, I gave you a softball, like a, like a underhanded pitch. Yeah, you have right two, down you have, the middle. You have two of them. I don't want either one of them. All right. Speaking of, yes. I, by the way, I want to say that is the one thing I'm missing is baseball. 
I, I am, and I know opening day was supposed to is going to was supposed to happen this coming Thursday, March 26th, for the New York Mets, the home opener. Yeah, and um, that is the one thing that I was would have been looking forward to. I, mean, I would have been really you know watching all the spring training games by now on yeah, TV. I was, I was, and really getting into it. And if there's one thing that I'm that, that's bothering me is the fact that there's none of that because. Because yeah. to me, that is everything. Well, every, uh, that 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 screams spring. Right. Every year, the second the Super Bowl is over, I tweet that it's baseball season, because that's it for me. And um and and for my mom, Mama Brody loves her baseball. So we did get to watch a couple of spring training games together. Um, and that and then they that, shut it down. That lights up her her year when baseball starts because she's always got the radio or the TV, and it's uh, it's a companion for her. Uh, and so that's unfortunate. You and I have a ritual to go to opening day, which. My mom and I used to have, but it's too much of a schlep for her, as she says. As she says, uh, right. but yeah, now they're talking about June, July, half a season. Oh, what are they even? How are they going to salvage this? I don't know. And not to get too sportsy technical, but a lot of times players that are going to be free agents um, around June or July, teams start trading those players that are going to be free agents so that teams can make a playoff run and pick up like the last three months of a player's salary. Well, that's not going to happen if the no. season starts and then you don't even know who's in the playoffs. They're going to have to move the trading deadline. They're going to have to make a lot of changes. Anyway. Uh, I was hoping that they would go through December this year. Well, you know what they could do? Uh, and you heard it here first is figure out who's in a pennant race by September. And then unfortunate for the home fans, but then reschedule the games to only play in warm weather areas and indoor stadiums. So it would be unfortunate for the Mets let's say in New York or the Yankees, but they would have to go to a dome stadium I understand. to at least play the games. So if you're a fan, do you want to sit in November cold weather where the players can't grip the baseball uh, or at least have your team in the playoffs if they're playing in a dome, in, let's say in, in now, Toronto or Montreal or something? Is this just a, a, a Brody Bright idea or is this something that's been... No. Was there snappy banter about well, this? Well, I would... Th- if, now, scary... <laughs> Has this been bantied about? If you back up the podcast, you would have heard me say, you're hearing it here first, folks. No, that's... Well, that, no, no, no. <laughs> well, that doesn't... Well, well that, no, 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 no. That doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you... It's an original idea. All right, I'll clarify. I, I thought maybe no, you must have heard some kind of sports talk show, and then you're just no. regurgitating your idea. No, because remember, no, because... if you've stolen from Brody, you've stolen twice. No, see, sometime. that's a joke for the Elvis Duran show. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't tend to use other people's material. Uh, or ideas without giving them credit, because I know how important it is to have ideas and how valuable they are. So, so this is just your. This is just yeah. As, as, a, as, a, as a baseball fan looking for ways to make the season go right. longer, a I, great idea. I think narrowing it down to the top, let's say, fifteen teams. Like once you're out of it, and again, if you start in June, how out of it could you be? Even if you're terrible, you're only going to be like seven games back. But right. w- but once you let, once it's whittled down, I think they re- need to just figure out regionally where teams are going to play well, indoors. Who's the commish? Who's who's in charge of the league? Well, the the baseball commissioner, yes, would have to uh, Yeah, who is it? Can we get in touch with him? I'll, I'll make I'll make some calls. Well, l- at least get get your idea heard. Yeah. I start planning for this. Anyway, uh, whatever. So, uh Rob, all right. Rob Manfred, by the way, if you want to google him. Okay. Right, yeah. Anyway. Not Joe Torre. I thought it was Joe Torre. No, Joe Torre was um <laughs> was a vice president of uh, baseball operations, and no, he's not the oh, commissioner. Okay. All right, all right. Well, um, it's a beautiful sunny day outside right now. I cannot believe that it's March in the Northeast, and it's like seventy three degrees right now. Yeah, nobody's out here enjoying doing it really. I know, I know. They just, they showed a live shot on the news. Um, by the way, watching the news is like watching a sci fi picture, like a movie, and and you're like watching, going, wow, okay. And the president's going to talk, and they're going to give death counts and and virus information, and you feel like you're watching a sci-fi movie, but it's the news. Like it doesn't seem real, you know. No. And I'm watching it, and they're putting up sickness counts and patients and death and and all right. over the globe, and you're like, wow, this is like this is a cool movie. It's you know, it's terrifying. Here in and again here in New York. You get the president speaking, and then an hour later, the governor comes on with right. his speech, and right. then an hour after that, the mayor does his, and then oh, by the way, we're in the tri-state area, so the governor of New Jersey has to do an hour. Right. So you got four hours in a row right. of just nonstop madness of just talking about coronavirus. And I, I have to tell you, yesterday I shut the TV off. Yeah. Today I went back to my old ways. Oh, I'm watching and I'm it all day. There and I'm like, why am I watching this now? Yeah. I can't, stop it. I'm watching and, it all day. And, and you, Brody. 
and I have I have these the city bikes, a rack of city bikes, literally that were installed. Those are the pay pay per minute bikes that yeah. we have around Manhattan. Right, they're not they they're, they're not Iraq bikes. They're a rack <laughs> of bikes. A, a rack of bikes. Yeah, you made They're not bikes from made in Iraq. That's what it sounded like. You're like, I have a rack bikes outside. They're like bag bikes from Baghdad. Yeah. Uh, no, but you know, and um, nobody's riding them. Nobody's riding them. And I mean, listen, I'll go out there with some Lysol wipes, wipe down a seat, wipe no, down the not handlebars. Doing not doing that. Nope. But they, first of all, they're sitting out. They're sitting out there nonstop. I mean, well, you wouldn't. You wouldn't because. Of because, the, because the virus stays on hard surfaces for up to three days now, they're saying. So uh, if you could tell me no one's been on the bike for four days, I'll consider it. More importantly, Scary, you should have a bike. I don't know how you don't own a bicycle. Okay. Let me tell you about Scary Jones owning a bike in his adult days. Yeah. When I was a kid, I had my, I started out with a Huffy. You yeah. have a Huffy? Yeah, I had a, right. I had an, it uh, doesn't matter what I had. I didn't have a Huffy. And then, and then followed that. By my dirt bike, the Mongoose. The Mongoose was the bike. And every kid, but it had the blue tires and the blue handlebars and the blue. It was tricked out for a bike. And, I and how many peg. times did you ride it? No, no, no. All the time. As a kid. Hold on. I'm, I'm getting there. As you, a didn't, kid, you didn't use the pegs. You didn't yes, do no. wheelies. Okay. Okay. Little known fact. I'll tell you how I, how I chipped my two front teeth. There's a little... There's a there's an eternal little chip between my two front teeth, and that is because you tripped over the bike. My buddy, my buddy Sal Tordo was riding my bike. He and I was on my own pegs. I was on the pegs, and what are you? Then are I you decided the, to the he, girl I in the back. To, I jumped off the bike. I jumped off, and then I didn't realize what forward momentum and gravity do to one. A body in motion yeah. tends to stay in motion. Yeah. That's the law of inertia. I didn't understand that. I didn't get to that in my classes yet. Uh. So as soon as I jumped off the bike, my body went forward and I hit the ground and my two front teeth, boom, hit the concrete like that. And then I never got them fixed because I never, I mean, Why wouldn't you, know, you close whatever. your mouth when you were falling? It, but anyway, the point no, is... No, no, I have a question. I have this picture of you now riding on the back of the bike like a girl on a motorcycle. Were your hands Were your hands strapped across his engines? Were you holding his uh, his rib cage? I was holding his shoulders. Oh, nice. I'm standing on the pegs <laughs> holding his shoulders. Okay, so... Everyone had pegs. I called anyway, you... So, I, I don't know. I called you out on this, and I you said, I had a mongoose with pegs, and I said, pegs... What were you popping wheelies? Were you doing tricks? Like to try to like call you out? You're like you defended yourself by saying no. I rode on the back while some other guy rode my bike. Dude. No, that was that one time. <laughs> oh, the that only was time just to illustrate the point that I right. had pegs on my bike. Right. The only the time peg, the pegs on my bike are the reason why my two front teeth are chipped. Anyway, okay, the but the, the peg the it. pegs aren't there so you can ride bitch uh, on the back of a bike while your friend rides the bike. That's not what the pegs are for. That's like so what's it for? That's like going to a gym and using the weights as paperweights. So then what's the pegs for? Oh, I'm gonna you know what I'm doing? You wanna bench press scary? Nope. I'm gonna take these weights and hold the door open with them. The the pegs is you can you can you can stand on them and you can do wheelies and stuff. You can do you yeah, can but do tricks. Also, you can do oh, tricks yeah. with them. Nah, yeah, but I wasn't that guy. I wasn't the BMX kid. Did you have a I was did you have a basket on the front? Like we listen. Some of us didn't have bikes, so we we gave each other lifts. So they would jump on the pegs, and we would ride. We would we would. That's what we used pegs. You for. were your own sissy bar. And by the way, Google uh, that. It's not an offensive term. What is a sissy bar? Well, you don't. Didn't we talk about this on the big show? I know I don't we know did. If we ever did? Yeah, like two years ago. So it's the big um, upside down U or N shaped um, handle. Yeah. On the back of the bike. So that you can run run with the bike, you can do two things with it. You could put oh. you could put your sister on the like they used to call it that. You could put you like your your sibling on the back of the seat, like if you had a banana seat, like a long seat, and they yeah, could lean. Your girlfriend, they could, your girlfriend, not on a little bike. Well, I guess if you had a little girlfriend at at, at seven or eight, <laughs> uh, but you could <laughs> lean back against it, or like your dad or your mom could hold on to it and run alongside of you. Oh, right. I did not have a sissy bar on my goddamn mongoose. No, you were the sissy mongoose. bar. You were the sissy bar standing up on the pegs. Oh, come on, man. Anyway, I we used to go through the trails all the time in Diker Park in Brooklyn. We used to, like, get into it, man. It was great. We used to go off-roading. It was awesome until one day, 
someone stole my bike out of the back shed. It was locked up for, for the winter, and we put it in the backyard. It was probably your friend who was riding the bike. He didn't want you on the back of it anymore. Whatever it was. Yeah, hey, that scary. Was the- have you ever been on a motorcycle? Oh, man, this one time my friend Tony was on a motorcycle, and I was in a little red wagon, and he pulled me. See, that doesn't count. That's basically <laughs> what you just told me. Oh, I had a mongoose. And what'd you do with it, Scary? I rode on the pegs while my cool it was friend just rode that it. One, it was that one time, okay? Uh, okay, but, well, okay, but, okay, so, but, but anyway, okay, hold on. We're getting to evolution of Scary and bicycles. Oh, so, I can't wait. So once that got stolen, I went to a 10-speed. Now, the 10-speed back in the day... Uh, how did, how was, did your friend Tony like the 10-speed? Was he okay? The 10-speed was... It was before those... It was before the bikes got modern. So I got one of these friggin' bikes that was like, you know, like the Three's Company bike. You know, when Jack Tripper in the beginning is riding on the sand and he sees a hot girl and he turns his head and then he yeah. falls in the sand and okay, then he looks up at the camera that's and it your says, reference. Ju- that's your reference to 10-speed bikes? He was riding one of... That, he a, was ni- riding a 1978 a 10- television show? My bike, my 10-speed was like from 1978. That my, I didn't get anything fucking new. I got used yeah. shit. It Everybody was one, did. It was the one with the unit. It was one with the like the uh, the, the um, Rams horn. The, 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 horn. the Ram horn. The Ram horn handlebars. Yeah, I still have those, man. I like they're better for racing. You can get down lower. Well, it was they my still shit make those. Was like okay, so that was that bike, and then that bike. But I don't hear I any said, cool stories. There was no cool school stories because that's <laughs> when I cool. moved to Jersey City and I never fucking used the damn thing. I used it three times. Right. And then I had to take the front wheel off to even store it in my closet when I got to my apartment. And it sat there and it collected dust. I never used it again. Once I moved from Brooklyn to Jersey uh. City, I never rode my bike because no one, at that point, no one was into them anymore. Okay. Are you telling me you couldn't get your friend Tony to come over and ride it while you sat on the back? Of my 10 speed? <laughs> Yeah, get Think some pegs. That. Get some pegs for pegs it, like for old times. Hey, Tony, come over. Old times' sake, I ride on the back of your bike. Listen. Come on. Anyway, now with uh, you know, with with, with the, the, you know, self distancing and what we're going through right now, this this period of time dealing with this pandemic, I personally want to get back into bike riding. So all I was saying was, yeah. We're doing this podcast while I could be outside right. renting a city bike and riding around Liberty State Park. Right. Hey, and listen. Seeing views of Ellis Island and the Statue of Liberty up in my face. Maybe we can get a slice to volunteer to come to your house and pedal for you, like Tony did. No. Here's the problem. His name was Tony, right? The Tony. Guy... Oh, it was Sal. Sal. Oh, what? Sal. What was his last name? Toto. Oh, so that's why I got Tony from. All right. Change all those Tonys to Sal's. Huge difference. Go ahead. So, <laughs> same guy. You <laughs> yeah. know, but but let's face it. At this point of time. You would want to ride with someone like you used to back in the day. So no, you no don't. One wants, no one wants to ride with me. All my friends. <coughs> oh my God, Corona! Coughing is hell? not coughing is not uh, okay. one of the first symptoms. Okay, thank God. To my knowledge. Anyway, so so um, you know, my, l- think of my friends now. The cast of characters that live near me in Hoboken. Oh, doot doot and doot. Yeah, I got Dave. You know, we've talked about Dave on the podcast. Yeah, sex talked on, about sex on the way to yeah, Dave. Yeah, yeah and we we've talked about Will who used to intern back in the day here for us. Oh, I apologize. Coughing, usually dry, is common first side effect. Uh, first, <clears throat> yeah. Sneezing is not. Sneezing is not typically a symptom of COVID-19. Okay, perfect. All right, so I still may have it. Great. Yeah. Um, and, then, and, then, and then you got Falco. Falco's a retired cop. And you want to talk about... By the way, is that his cop name? Like his movie cop name? No, that's his last name. Officer Falco. His name is Anthony. Anthony oh, Falco. Oh, so there's the Tony I was thinking of. He's the Tony you were talking about. Yeah, uh, Tony number two. Oh, Falco. Okay. So yeah. Falco, the, you you picture me with Falco, Dave, or Will riding around the streets or riding around the park. Well, Will with, maybe. On a bike. Maybe Will. Maybe Will. Yeah. Maybe Will. But Will's a golfer. That sucks. I yeah. can't stand. It. I got nothing in common with golf people. Well, they stand around. You got that. <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing here? We're going off. We're, this is a tangent. This anyway, is what we do. Po- this is what we do. I, this is what we do. None of this was planned. We just sat down and started recording. We really did because today we don't have an agenda. All my jo- all my jokes and my A material is, is the radio station. Oh, someday you think the slices will get the A material? I'm waiting Maybe for Maybe episode it. 200. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get some big fanfare music. Ladies and gentlemen, 
here comes the A yeah. material. Yeah, and we're, we're going to apologize here in advance. We don't have any sound effects. We have nothing for you. Well, we, we have, have the we have the opening and closing music, and, and I think I, there's a couple other things we might have, but there's some things we don't have. Yeah. So, so um, anyway, so so because <clears throat> a lot our lives have been taken over by this, um, I really haven't had some true to life experiences that usually I would come to the podcast with and present. Although I know somehow, some way, Brody. You had a run in with some bad customer service person. Oh, and you absolutely. made them feel like shit. Well, at I did, some point. Oh, I absolutely did. I, I don't want to get to that right now. But remind me, we're going to talk about Walgreens. There was we've talked about on the podcast before, uh, <laughs> because, as you know, our company forced us to switch to Walgreens for our pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Right. And if you and if you don't know, you got to listen. You got to gotta listen in order. Speaking of listening, uh, it's just an observation. Yeah. Uh, and only the slices that are listening to this episode can explain it. Um, but the last three episodes of our podcast are down in listenership a decent amount. And so Scary has explained, you think it's because of the virus. And I'm thinking because they're not in their usual routine. They're not commuting. They're not driving. I just I, think that people's heads are in other places. 100%. Right I thought if I was a betting man, you know, that people would listen to the podcast more because right. they're going stir crazy in their house. So hopefully that you're listening to this, things are going well in your life and you're sort of gotten some normalcy back. Um, you know, if you're not someone who listens to podcasts when they're trapped in your house, mm-hmm. but anyway, that being said, uh, you know, if you listen in order, then you know about the Walgreens issue, but our company, uh, just to recap in case you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Um, our company decided, our, our HR department, to sign a contract with Walgreens for three years where we used to be able to go to any pharmacy. We now have to go to Walgreens because they worked at a deal where it saved us money. So let me just say, uh, I used to pay $3.50 for this one uh, prescription I take. And when I went to Walgreens, the genius who worked out this deal for us, I paid $13.50. So I'm not sure where the savings is, but that isn't my complaint. I just wanted to update you that the big to-do contract, I ended up paying more for the first thing I went for, uh, three times as much money for the <laughs> thing I was supposed to save money on. Right. And as a reminder, or if it's the first time you're hearing this, the guy who signed that deal signed it with Walgreens, quit our company, so I can't yell at him, and now works for Walgreens. So, <laughs> so there you have it. He's a genius. <laughs> he's a genius. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that in a second. Your Walgreens. I feel like it's spin the wheel of spin the wheel of bad customer service. Well, I get between, to that. Why did you have something? No, it's always for you. It's always it's always like a a company like you know a CVS or a Walgreens or some kind of a big box store. Oh like no, that. I've, I had a problem with Directv also. I Directv, can get to that. like the UPS, FedEx, the, you know the the mailing systems. You know, you never had it. I never heard you with an Amazon rant. Uh, I guess I Amazon does the right thing. Oh no 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 no! I, I've complained about Amazon, uh, but only to tell you how they made good for, good for it. No right, no. They always have happy endings. Yeah, although you Speaking know what? Speaking of happy endings, I have to what? Oh, no, nothing. Uh, okay, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to pull a talking Jamie on me. No 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 your, no no. Your podcast partner. Yes. Uh, no, I, what I was going to say was um, I miss Amazon right now because I'm I'm hesitant to order anything I don't need. Because I don't want to, first of all, I don't want to wait a week. And second of all, I don't want to back them up any more than they already are. Yeah, they're busy with other things. Right, so I don't, if I need a cable of some kind, like a computer cable or something, I feel like I'll order on eBay and I'll just wait. Rather than do like a two-day thing, because it's not going to be two-day anyway. Um, so I'm trying to I'm trying to hold back on my frivolous Amazon purchases. Um, I did want to tell yeah. you, though. Uh, just what, I, what I, I, do, I, I am going to be wiping my uh, ass with... Coffee filters very soon because oh, very nice. I, I but, wasn't I wasn't one of the people who got in on the uh, the toilet paper um, raid and and well, my store downstairs doesn't have it I I, I I you know what I knew it was going on and I'm like <laughs> these idiots what's everybody what's everybody buying cases of toilet paper well, yeah but and, here's, and I'm like they'll be restocked in a week or two and here we are a week or two later and the shelves are still empty well here's what happened uh, it was a self fulfilling prophecy everyone was buying so everyone started buying. You know, right, right. So I was at uh, people see monkey see monkey do is right. what you're saying. Like so, right. people seeing people buying, they're like, oh, I need that too. Nothing, 
nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd. Right. You know, as Solomon once said. Yeah, that's why <laughs> that's why some restaurants, and you know this, some restaurants and some clubs will pay people to wait online or to eat there so it looks crowded. And you're like, whoa, what's that crowd by that club? I got to get in there. And it's, right. all, it's all actors. Uh, we've talked about that, how they, they, they put all the... You know, the hot models in a club right. with a bunch of, you know, 10 right. girls and one guy. Right. Anytime you see 10 girls and one guy at dinner together or in a club or a bar, it's it's they're paid. They're paid to yeah. be there and they're drinking for right. free all night. And I don't want to yeah. get political, but a guy who ran for president three years ago, it's a known fact. Huh. He he paid actors to show up to his announcement uh, by, uh. His, by his escalator. So. But you know what? But the crowd made it look good. So I get it. I get why, you know, you might want to do that. Um, I did have an interesting uh, conversation with someone. Uh, I was volunteering at my daughter's school uh, two weeks ago, but I didn't have a chance to mention it on the last podcast. Uh, So they put me at a volunteer table and I introduced myself to the three women sitting at the table. I said, Mm -hmm. hi, my name is David. And then the woman says, hi, I'm Denise. This is Deirdre. And that's Nicole. So I said, oh, David, Denise, Deirdre, Nicole. I said, Nicole, you're the only one without a, a D initial in your name. She goes, oh, you can call, in that case, I'll change it. You can call me Dickhole. And I, and I said, <laughs> <laughs> and I started laughing. And, and so the other women didn't understand why it was funny. And Nicole looked at me and she's like, what? I said, maybe we shouldn't use that name. She's like, why? What's wrong with Dickhole? And I'm, so I. You know, and they didn't get the. They, wait, hold on. They spent the whole time, despite the fact that your laugh made them all analyze right, it. They, they still didn't come up with right, it. Like, they, you oh, know, I get it now. So, Not, no so, delayed response. So Denise and Deirdre were, were older moms. I, I they're older than I was. If I had to, if I had to guess, maybe by a little, maybe not. I don't know. But Nicole was, uh, <laughs> she was a college student that was helping out uh, at the at the school, and so she's the one going. I don't get it, Nicole. I don't get it. Dickhole's not a word. And I'm like, oh my God, she keeps saying dickhole and she doesn't she realize left it. left it there. You what? had to have... Mm, no. What? Yeah, well, I didn't just leave it there. Oh. Uh, I, <laughs> what was that delay, by the way? Um, I, I was trying to... Well, I had a phrase what I was saying, so... Oh, okay. Uh, no, I, I said... So I looked, I went, all right, dickhole, we'll call you that, not a problem. <laughs> So okay. I, I didn't end up telling her uh, until the end of the day, like three hours later, because I didn't want to say it in front of the moms because I thought they were like not the type to find it amusing. Right. You know your audience. That wasn't them. They are not slices for life. Um, absolutely not. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I'm texting back. You're, you're definitely, you're definitely, uh, your mind is somewhere else right now. Well, I, I had can't to see you. So. I had, to, I had to text back my daughter because, um, oh, okay, uh, she she wants to go for a walk, and I was like, uh, take her for a walk. <sighs> Why is that a chore, dude? It, it, this is quar- this, this is like wait, the time that we're all isolating. You want me to self, take my do- physical distance? You need to. You've got you. This is your time to get out of the house and and have some quality time with your kids. Okay, so you want me to leave the podcast now and go? Oh, she wants to do it now. You're right this second. Oh, fuck her. She didn't ask me to go. <laughs> no, she's going. She's going without oh, me. I thought, oh, I thought she. Oh, I thought she was like saying, "Oh, hey, in about a half hour, an hour." Can no, we do that? no, no. Oh man, the on-demand generation—they got to have it now, 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 now. So okay, all right. By the way, it is six o'clock sharp. I think it's time for a quarantini. It's happy hour. All right. You know what? We'll, we'll be, uh, we, we got more coming up right, right after this. You got it. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. 
Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Your sister, uh, your sister, your daughter's still texting you? Uh, yeah, she wants to take the dog, and I don't want the dog to go that far from the house. So, All right, so it's just her and the dog? Yeah, yeah. We can't pass this stuff back and forth between pets, right? Um, No. Okay. Good. All right, just want to make sure. Want to make sure. Is that Mutz? She wants to take Mutz? No, she wants to take Drew. Uh, He's not great on the leash. Okay, Drew on the leash? If you know what I'm saying, not great on the leash. So now you have a problem. So now you have a problem. No, I'm she good. We, we came to an agreement. She's great. She's a good kid. She, we, we worked it out. We All right, good. She's not pissed at you? She's um, not cursing at you right now? She may be cursing at you. She's like, ah, he never has time for me. Oh, my God. Doing that damn podcast, yelling into a microphone. For what? <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? It, pay, it pays the bills. Hey, um, we should have her on. No. Okay, great. <laughs> I no. thought that was a good idea. Uh, and you know what? Oh, let me, no. Not a great idea. Why not? I'd I, love to meet. Uh, you've met all, you've met all my. No, you've met my kids. That's yeah. no. That's it. Okay. All that's, right. All right. They're busy. They'll end right there. No, she's busy. She's got stuff. Can we have your mother? Next time we do this from the house, and you know there may be several of these episodes in a row because we don't know where this is going. You know what the problem can we, is? Could you bring your mom? At, could you bring your mom to your house or something? Or? No. Okay. No. I'm going to bring a guest. Next time. Dude, I'm bringing, I can't even, I'm bringing I can't even Will go, or Dave. I can't even go see my mom. She's quarantined. Oh, that's right. She doesn't want to see me unless I'm in the house for two weeks. And you know, I'm social distancing from my parents as well. Yeah, but by, And but, my brother and yeah, my sister. Yeah, but you're social distancing from your parents by their choice, not yours. Your parents okay. won't come see you. We already established that. No, I know, but no, but this week I wanted to go see them and, and you know, kind of corner them at home. But now I'm like, what if, what if I'm asymptomatic and I have it? You know, so... You know, so I don't know. Well, that's yeah, just plus, it. My you brother can have has it and not have symptoms. My brother is a newborn. Yep. My sister is a newborn, yep. basically, an and, infant. And, and both of them, I, I don't want to pass it along to them. It's just, you know, there's bad situations all around. Right. I'm not even seeing my girlfriend. It's like four weeks in a row now. Oh, well, she's, you, uh, I'm seeing her, so it's all right. She's fine. Tell you what, though. <laughs> uh, this is not good. This is not good. Because we, we had that, remember we were supposed to do that Chefs for Kids cancer event yep. that, got, uh, that got postponed? Yep. A few weeks back, at the end of those dinners, they give you giant, a giant um, jar of cookies, homemade cookies from different restaurants made by pastry chefs all around Manhattan, and and so because they didn't have the event, they brought the cookies up to the radio station, and they said, you know what, we've got like nine thousand cookies, and and they sold them for a good cause, so we gave money back to Cookies for Kids Cancer. By buying the cookies and then having a fundraiser on the air to sell those jars of cookies. Because they were all going to go to waste because the event never happened. So I thought I'd be the cool boyfriend. Said, you know what? I'm going to buy 50 cookies. And I, and, I, and, I, and I bought 50 friggin' cookies. And I put them in a big bag. And I said, I'm going to get a jar. And I'm next time I see my girlfriend, I'm going to give her a jar full of the cookies. Because... She loved that event the same way that I do and you do, Brody. And I, I, I got to be honest. I haven't seen her since. So what have I been doing? Every three, four hours, I go into the big bag and I eat a cookie. And this has been like this now for two weeks. Yeah, well, I'm sure I, you'd I, rather I eat your girlfriend's 12 cookies. cookies left out of 50. Right. I've eaten a lot. This, you know that 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 third fourth quarter scary that we talk about. I oh, think yeah. he's coming. I think he's coming in the first quarter. Yeah. Because I'm sitting here and all I'm doing is eating. Yeah. Well, I got Chinese food yesterday for three people. That will uh, right. And then when I got home, two of them said, "Oh, we don't want Chinese food. Uh, we're good." So now I've got Chinese food for three, all for me. So I've been Chinese fooding it uh, all day today. So I, you know, worse than cookies. Right. And. This new place opened up a couple of days ago, actually a couple of weeks ago, called the Pastrami House. Oh my God, Brody, it's got your name written all over it. 
They got all the I, Jewish delicacies. Because I know, because I'm a Jew. I got it. Yeah. No, because you love you love uh, Yiddish food. It's not Yiddish food. Oh, Hebrew. Sorry, you like Hebrew food. No, it's Jewish food. It's Jewish I'm kidding. food. I'm just yeah. joking. Yeah. Anyway, they sell everything. By the way, I'm burping up pastrami oh, right now. Brody, it's that, members of the media food. <laughs> um, here's a here's a helpful hint. <laughs> members of the media food. Helpful hint. Whenever you whenever you go to a deli or any place, and and again, this place has brisket, pastrami, corned beef. When don't get the sandwich. Here's what you do: buy it by the pound. You buy it by the pound. Yes, and you buy the bread get, separately. And then you buy the bread, or you say, "Can I have a couple of slices of rye bread?" Right. And then and then you make your own sandwiches. Of course. Because all right. Well, I know that's who a are you talking to here. I know, but I said some. This is a helpful hint for our listeners. Right. Get bread slices. Slices. Get the bread slices. If you if you have an option to buy anything by the pound, buy it by the pound. And then, even if it's not offered on the menu, say, "Can I buy it by the pound?" Sure. Let them Do weigh have- it, and then you and and then you make your own. Because I got to tell you, what comes in a sandwich is about an eighth of the amount that I got. And by the way, they don't have scales there because they definitely gave me two pounds of brisket and two pounds of pastrami. Nice. There was no way that was a pound each because I now have brisket and pastrami for days. I wish you were here to help me finish it. That's how much I have left over, dude. Ah, oh, that sounds so good. Hey, by the way. Yeah. Um, I put up a post on my Instagram, right? And um, it's uh, it's a listing of what's closed in the New York and New Jersey area. Now, it's not what's not everything that's closed. It's everything that's been closed as of today. So Governor Cuomo, New York's Governor Cuomo, uh, closed some more things today, right? Yeah. Um, and made some new recommendations. Uh-huh. And right. Yep. But it's not a list of everything that's closed. So everyone's asking me now, are post offices open? Uh, you know, what about funeral homes? Uh, you know, I... Nothing, go, is forced, nothing is forced closed. No, no, my... Yes, some things are forced closed. Some things... Well, well I mean, bars, restaurants, and... My and, point uh, My point is, they're asking me, like, rather... Like, Google it. Or go on... friendly neighborhood Brody, man. I'm trying to be helpful. <laughs> I want to be helpful. But my point is, I don't want to give incorrect information for every single thing that you're asking about. But you got all the answers to everything, Brody. Well, I am answering them back. I do have the answers to these questions. I just think if you have like real important questions to ask about this coronavirus situation, uh, like somebody texted into the morning show, and I mentioned this on the 15-minute morning show, and they said, I'm pregnant. Is it okay? You know, how how is my immune system? Is it okay for me to go out? And, and so I wrote back, you really should talk to your obstetrician. Like, I don't think the Elvis Red Morning Show is who you want to go to for medical advice. No. <laughs> no. So people are coming to us with those questions. You know, hey, can I go to the beach? Well, you can go to the beach, but I'm not saying that's a smart move. Now, if the beach is completely empty, you're not going to get coronavirus from the sand. But if the beaches are packed to people, no, do not go to the beach. Social distancing. And please, I, don't, don't send us, you know, you really should call it... Um, public distancing physical distancing physical, physical distancing right because we still should be social with people i know but somebody already made the term up it's too late now we get it you know but th- you can't undo it you can't unring a bell we're calling it social distancing i'm sorry uh it's not the name i would have come up with i would have called it keeping the fuck away from me ish yeah <laughs> you know i still i know by the way i noticed throughout all this you, you still found it in the kindness of your heart to correct people's grammar on twitter this week <laughs> Did, did I? Uh, was it Twitter? I, someone said, or, or, or were listeners now correcting grammar for you? <laughs> but I'm like, oh no, you're not... talking about the text message this morning? No, <laughs> yes. somebody is on the Elvis Duran fan page on Facebook that we don't run, <laughs> and they're correcting everybody's grammar. So what I wrote back was because they were complaining about it. I said, tell that person not to do it because they said Elvis would want me to correct you. I said, tell them on our behalf. Do not correct people's grammar, especially when people are going through enough shit right now. So wait, we're we have um, no there's listeners. A, there's a fan. There's a no, no. There's a listener run fan page. I think there's. I think there's actually two of them. One all of them right. is like an uncensored version. The the point is somebody's um, correcting grammar, and I'm all about oh. that normally. But oh, <laughs> all right. I I will tell you, I did oh. correct. I did correct someone's grammar. Um, yeah. Who was I speaking to? Oh crap. Oh oh, I I called Geico. Um, oh. I had a, I had a, a better a, get Geico for your money. Yeah. money. So, uh, I was talking to Geico and they were explaining to me 
why the old car I bought for my daughter, or older car I bought for my daughter, which she's not even driving yet, is more money in some categories than my two newer cars. I'm like, why is roadside assistance $11 and for my other two cars, $4.50? So she says, well, according to the VIN numbers on the cars. Oh. So so I I let one go. And she says, "Um, you know, the safety features are much more improved. Your car's more likely to break down because it's older. I said, okay. And uh, and why is... um, why is comprehensive more money? Comprehensive is if, if I crash my car, how much they'll cover on the damage of my car. Right. I, I said, my car's not worth as much. Why is it more money than my wife's car, which is a newer car? Well, you know, according to your VIN number, I went, she said, that car doesn't have as, the safety features your wife's car has. <laughs> Did she throw in a GPS system for good measure? Right. <laughs> right. And so, so I said, look, um, my Dodge Charger has more safety features than all three cars, yet it's the most money. Well, sir, that's a sports car. And according to your VIN number, I said, I got to stop you there. Ah. I got to stop you there. Please just say VIN, please. And she said, why? I said, because VIN stands for vehicle identification number. You're already saying number. And I'm sorry. It's just, I don't mean to be, you know, a pain in the butt. It's just kind of getting to me. And I got enough stress in my life. Thank you. <laughs> so she's like, I... Like, <laughs> she was not thrilled. So then I, I start talking to her more about the cars. And I said, the older car I got for my daughter um, has the same safety features as my wife's car. It's all wheel drive, blind spot monitoring, airbags, uh, front crash warning, lane departure. Yeah, but it's older. I go, I know, but uh, it's the same features. Well, but I'm, again, it goes by VIN number. Hey, didn't we have an agreement? She goes, I'm, all right, VIN. So for the rest of the call, she said Vin, but I was going crazy. Now somebody tweeted me, um, you know what? I, I got to look up what it's called, what it's abbreviated for. Hold on. P P E. No, no, no. Hold on. P E E. Nope. That's P P P. Oh, P P E. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Personal protective equipment. Okay. You got to so, go P P. No. So everybody's, uh, abbreviated with P P P. I'm down with P P P P P E. So they keep they keep referring to masks and uh, uh, safety equipment for uh, medical staff, yep. uh, first you're responders. Going you're going with this. They keep referring to it as PPE equipment, <laughs> but, but the E is for equipment, so it's just PPE or PP equipment. I would love oh. I would love for them to call it PP equipment. Oh. The, the hospitals don't have enough PP equipment. PP equipment. I think that's why they don't do that. Because they don't want people making jokes like that. <laughs> right. Acting like seven-year-olds. Um, by the way, it's something that just I, popped into my head. Um, that you, we, you mentioned uh, the, we, that Elvis Duran Facebook page where people were correcting grammar. Yeah. Uh, we're not really active parts of that. But I think I might, I might be a follower of it, whatever. But I don't look at it. Uh, what what I would like, since people are in this time of self-quarantine and they're looking for new habits to get into and new things to discover, why not post a link of the Brooklyn Boys podcast as Brody passes the fuck out over there for no reason? <laughs> you okay there, yeah, Brody? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Did you drop your mic? No. Okay. I th- uh, so I just I dropped, of- I dropped the mic after my rants. Right. Exactly. That's coming up in a second, by the yeah, way. Yeah. But yeah, then we got to wrap it up. Post a post a link to the the uh, the Brooklyn Boys the main page. Yeah, we, we need your podcast. Start promoting it on Twitter. Yes, promote it put on the link. Put put the link. Share it on Facebook. In all of these forums, anywhere there's a someone said there's, there's a Reddit forum for Elvis Duran Morning Show. There's a there's a, whatever it is on Facebook, on Instagram, right. on Twitter, any any private fan group. Please. Promote yeah. the Brooklyn, not specifically this episode, but pl- but link to the main page and say, hey, yeah, iHeartRadio, iTunes, call- right? You guys, yeah, post the iHeart iHeart link, the Spotify link. A lot of people have Spotify, Pandora. It doesn't matter. We get the credit either way. We would love to but, to really blow this this, this show up, especially while people are home. Let's right. give them something to listen to. Let's let's spread it around. But please say, hey, give these guys a try because I will say that people say, you know what? I hear them talking about all these other podcasts, even podcasts from people that. That, that aren't even part of your show anymore. And, and and that's all well and good. But what about the current members of the Elvis Duran Morning Show? We got podcasts too. So throw a link up there if you can and just say, hey, yeah. th- this is what I think of these guys. 
Give them a try. And then see, maybe we'll get some people. Yeah. And then you might get some hate comments. And then delete those. If yeah. you're an administrator. <laughs> right. If you're an admin, delete them. Yeah. Anyway, that, that's all I got for you for the moment. Um, right, very good. We're, we're going to do a rant coming up right, at, uh, right after this. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. All right. So real quick, let's wrap this up. Let me tell you what happened to Walgreens. Um, you would think that medical professionals would be medically professional, would you not? Yes. Okay. I mean, it says it in the name. Right. Okay. So I go to the Walgreens in my general area, because as I pointed out, I think previously, there are no Walgreens in my area. Okay. Which is another reason why I'm pissed that I have to go to Walgreens. Nothing against Walgreens. Although, you know, they did give us the infamous, um, may I help the, ne- uh, the following customer. Yeah. Man, the following customer. So I go to the drive through, I pull up and the guy says, how can I help you? It's my first time going to this location. So I tell him who I, you know, my give him my name and, uh, he, I tell him the prescription I'm picking up. He says, I need your uh, medical card. So I give him the medical card and my health savings account credit card. The drawer opens up and it comes out of the wall. And in this long drawer is a one foot wide plastic blue, I guess you'd call it a bucket. And there's a lot of room behind the bucket because the drawer is about two feet long when it comes out to your window. And this bucket is maybe a foot wide left to right. And uh, from me to him, it's about, I don't know, three inches wide. Okay. So he says, put your cards in the bucket. So I drop the two cards. I let him go into the bucket. He pulls them inside and he's looking at my cards and he's entering the information. And I notice he's not wearing gloves. Uh oh. Now, first of all, I, you're a pharmacist, right? You're in the medical profession. You're handling my things. You should have gloves on. Okay. Okay. So I don't say anything about that. What am I going to do at this point? By the way, did I talk about the ice cream place in my neighborhood? No. I'm going to backtrack for a second. There's an ice cream place in my neighborhood. They have homemade ice cream. It's delicious. Been going there f- since I oh, since I live here a long time. So Friday night, I decide, you know what? Um, this is before the lockdown uh, every, and the businesses were open. So I went before they closed um, to get some takeout ice cream. So I pull up and I get the spot right in front of the glass doors so I can see right into the business. It's in a strip mall. And I look, and the kid behind the counter is scooping ice cream. He's not wearing gloves. So I get back in my car, and I get right out of there. Actually, I didn't get out of the car because uh, I could see through my windshield. So I turn the, nope, turn the car. I'm good. Listen, you should have gloves on scooping ice cream no matter what. All right, I think I'm going to head out. <laughs> but have you got the coronavirus? Are you SpongeBob? Right. If you got the, are, are you Homer? Homer Simpson fading backwards into the bushes? <laughs> yeah. If you've got the uh, coronavirus pandemic going on in the country. And you're not wearing fucking gloves? I, I don't need your, your virus knuckles dragging in my pistachio ice cream. So, uh, and, and then the kicker is this, this company posts on Facebook how they're, you know, they're not doing well and they need, they need people to come there. And they've got a Kickstarter. And so I feel like calling them and going, hey, maybe if the kids wore gloves during a pandemic, your business might not be suffering. 
Like, how, doesn't that make no sense at all? That, the, that you're not telling your employees who should be wearing gloves anyway during yeah. a, like n- never mind the pandemic, but like yeah, y- you know I don't know if ice cream transfers disease, but I'm not taking that chance. <laughs> anyway, back to Walgreens. Okay, um, so he he gets my prescription, and now it, it it's in like a little stapled white bag. He puts the stapled white bag into a Walgreens plastic bag. He puts the plastic bag in the drawer, right? And the drawer opens. I take the bag from behind the blue bin, and I say, um, "I look in the bag. I said, Where, where's my credit card and my and where's my uh, medical card?'" He says, "Oh, they're in the blue bin." Oh God! So I look at him. I go, "I say, excuse me," and he walks away. So I reach into the bin, in the bin that everybody's been touching, <laughs> the filthy blue bin, right? The the virus which, bin. By the way, the which by the way, if you think about that bin. It's all sick people that go up to that bin because right. they're there for prescriptions. Right. They all have a million different fucking diseases and right. bacteria and viruses. Right. <laughs> that is like the filthiest bin in the entire store because that's where people come for their, their pharmaceuticals. Right. So <laughs> so I take my cards and I have I have I have I have I have sanitary wipes in my car and I wipe I wipe down my credit card and I and I wipe down my fingers and I'm all grossed out. So now I'm sitting in the drive thru. He's already talking to somebody else who was back as to me. There's a car behind me, and I'm sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. He's not turning around. I blow my horn. He says, yes, can I help you? I said, let me ask you a question. You know there's a pandemic right now, right? He says, well, of course. I said, so first of all, why aren't you wearing gloves? He says, oh, I just took them off. I had to change pairs. I'm putting another pair on. I said, well, you you didn't you didn't change uh, gloves. Um uh, and how could you forget to change? You put gloves on. You're touching my stuff. He's, I'm terribly sorry. I said, there's no vaccine for your sorry. Like <laughs> I said, and let me ask you another question. How come you didn't put my credit cards in the bag with my prescription? He says, why would I do that? I said, cause you put them in the virus bucket and I had a re and you know how, like when something is flat, like a credit card and it's on the floor, you have to like feel around and like pinch it up you have to like yes, right? you, yeah because you have, to, you have to actually feel around you can't get a grip on right it's yeah. not like it's not like it's an apple sitting in there you can grab the apple by the sides it's a flat credit card um you need to dig your fucking fingernails into the virus bin right exactly <laughs> so he's so i said hey i have an idea how about next time uh you um you know you put it in the in the bag with my stuff and he says oh that's a good idea that's a good idea. Hey, 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 Captain Contagious. How about you put the stuff in the bag and use your brain? You're a pharmaceutical guy. You're a medical professional. Why am I telling you how to be safe around sick people? That's your fucking job. You have one job. Protect people and keep them healthy. Your job isn't to make me sick so I have to come back and buy more prescription drugs from you, which I'm overpaying for. I paid less at CVS. So... Fuck my company for making me go to Walgreens. Fuck the guy who made me write that. He wrote that contract and then quit and went to work for Walgreens. And fuck you in the in the drive-thru at Walgreens for putting my shit in the virus bin. <laughs> he's he's about as much as much of a medical professional as those Keels employees are. Yeah, wearing those lab coats and they're, yeah. they're scientists. Yeah, this like, guy. Oh, yeah, we, <laughs> this you know, guy, you know, Keel, you know Keel's products. Yes, they fucking looked apart. The Every employee is wearing like a fucking lab coat, and you walk in, and you're like, oh my god, these people must be in the back laboratory, you know, mixing up uh, atoms and molecules to make the finest in in body washes and scrubs and shaving cream. Uh, no, <laughs> you, that's your that's your outfit. It's your uniform, and that's the same thing right. you're getting at Walgreens. Well, you know, you're not getting medical professionals, right? You know where this guy? Are you? You know where this guy should work with no gloves in the ice cream store near my house. <laughs> That's what he's qualified for. So hopefully this guy and the car behind me didn't put the cards in the blue bin of death anymore. So, you know, F you, I didn't get his name. I should have gotten his name. So I'm just going to call him Wally. F you, Wally. (laughs) Wally Green. Yeah, Wally Green. He's a Jew. Yeah. F you, Wally Green. He wasn't a Jew. I can be sure of that. All right, listen. Well, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe... What you did was you corrected his yes, behavior absolutely. for the future. Absolutely, so you should go back there, do a you know a, you know double back and see yes, if, and, see, uh, and see if the death yeah. bucket is still there. Yeah, 
All right. Oh, my God. All right. Well, listen, this has been abbreviated. This yep. is the first. We got to uh, go. This, I think we'll be doing more of these. Yes. Uh, listen, thank you for listening. Stay uh, safe. Keep your yeah. distance. Stay home if you can. Yes. And spread the and, word. And, like, spread the word instead of the virus. That's right. Tell people about our podcast who don't already know about it. We could use the help uh, during these uh, interesting times. And one of these days, oh, when this is over, we got to go get a slice of pizza in Brooklyn! This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.